Uh, what am I going to watch? No, I'm not going to watch Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. That's going to be awful. Hey there, Scott. Ah, who the hell are you? It's me, your conscience. Here to remind you that you should never judge a movie by its cover. Why did you start out sounding like Jimmy Stewart and now you kind of sound like Don Knotts? Listen, it's my first time trying this voice. Please don't be an asshole about it. Now <laughs> you sound like Cher. <laughs> That's right. We watched Puss in Boots, <laughs> The Last Wish. So you know what that means. It's in the basket. The writer's bagel basket. It was so good. <laughs> These babies are going to get me that wish even after the whole team is dead and gone. Now, now, Jack, is your conscience. I, oh, my word, it's the noble phoenix. She's a symbol of rebirth and the eternal... <laughs> Pretty boss flamethrower, right? I really have my work cut out for me on this one. Don't be near where I'm flamethrowing. Tear me apart, Lisa! David, do you take Patrick? Everything is going to be all right. I was thinking maybe the king and I. Uh, how about Oklahoma? I don't consider myself a particularly ethical person, but I am fair. Don't be mean. We don't have to be mean. Because, remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. I am Scott Curlin. Hi, it's me, your wife. It's been a minute. In a minute, I'm a Nina, Nina sentimental. Put some boots. So we are kicking off animation with a film that I did not think we were going to enjoy. I didn't think I was going to cry over it. Yeah, I, I got emotional. I was not prepared. What? We were not prepared. What did we watch? We watched Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Yeah, I'm just as surprised as everyone else listening to this. Well, right. apparently we're not alone because a lot of the people reviewing it and, you know, other people who have been, you know, commenting that it's just it, it was it's a very unexpected movie. It's a sequel or no, sorry, it's a spin-off to a sequel. Of a spinoff. It's a sequel of a spinoff. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sequel of a spinoff. We got it. <laughs> there we go. Give us the blockbuster rule for Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. So, <laughs> um, Puss in Boots is down to his ninth life. He has used up eight of them, and he's only got one more. But, you know, he doesn't care. You know, the legend lives on, as he likes to say, except um, death comes a calling. <laughs> and so he decides I'm going to head into retirement, except, oh, no, he gets the opportunity uh, to get a wish granted. And that wish is to have more lives. <laughs> oh, my God. It's making me realize now after we watched it. It's the wishing star from Pinocchio when you wish upon a star. That oh, you're just getting that now? <laughs> yes. Wish I may, wish I might. It li- That's what literally appears on the scroll. Well, I didn't have Tom Hanks doing his really bad accent. Uh. <laughs> a star, a light. <laughs> no, Tom Hanks. No. Uh, this is... So, I was saving this for the podcast. I think this script may have been... 
the script they were originally going to use for Mask of Zorro 3. It, this is such a tight script. It's a very good it's script. It's so fucking good. Like it's you could very tell dark. They, oh, it's very dark. This is like, I mean. There's blood. Yeah, there's blood. And it's not like cartoonish blood it like like yeah like we'll get to that in a minute though i oh i have so many things to say yeah Haley, about that introduction Haley has done a ton of research well uh, i would not call what i did research the the only other two movies that you've done as much i'll say review watching are the mummy and zodiac yeah <laughs> you're not even gonna fight me on that um <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> that's my bread and butter right there. Um, but I absolutely love the animation. I love what they did here. I like the kind of like stop motiony feel to it. Everybody obviously is making the reference to Into the Spider-Verse, which it is. It's that yeah. animation style. Yeah. And, you know, you get the like the slightly, you know, slowed down frames yeah. But the colors are more saturated. It's more beautiful to look at. Mm -hmm. And especially with these characters, too, where it's like this is about fantastical characters. Yeah. It works so much better. You also get all the muted lines of the action marks. Yeah. The whooshing. Yep. The whooshing, the kachows, the. Don't you cars me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. I will say, this may be controversial. Uh-oh. I think this may have a better villain, maybe equal to Lord Farquaad. It's, oh, no, he's way better. This this has the best villain. Oh, I'll get on. I'll hitch my wagon to that horse. Because <laughs> This is cause, a way better villain. Because at first you think the villain is going to be the wolf. who the is The big bad wolf, who is also death. <laughs> yeah. It is so... But oh. it's not. He's not. But he, Well, he's not the main villain. Right. He He's he's an antagonist, but he's... What do they call that? Like a chaotic neutral sort of deal? Except he's not neutral. He's chaotic good. Eh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'd have to brush because up on... His whole thing is to scare him into not being a... Well, he's Rick. he's going. Let's let's talk about death. You know, I don't want to detail. <laughs> I know it's your therapy. worst fear. <laughs> I've been going through therapy for years uh, talking but, about death. So we get that huge fight scene with, um, which we're really showcasing like Puss's talents. Yeah, and you know he saves the village as per usual but that's of course where he discovers that oh yeah um i can't keep doing this anymore well a bell falls on him yeah <laughs> and the world's worst doctor yeah who may also be a barber takes care of him y it is disconcerting that if we were to travel back in time you and i would make better doctors than the doctors that were in existence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love. Here's what you do. You put I some leeches you on not. your buttocks. I kid you not. When I was taking Latin, there was an actual account of a doctor at the time in ancient Rome who would chop up a mouse. No. And put it in the wound. Ew. And that was medicine, folks. 
Ew, that's gross. Yeah, so the way they marketed this movie is they hid Mulaney as Big Jack Horner. Yeah. They made you think the villain of the movie was going to be Goldilocks, and she's not. No. Where the cast is stacked. This is so... Like, I was amazed at how many people they got. I thought it was funny how they're like, okay, we're going to have to scare the kids with the big bad wolf, but who will scare the parents as the voice of the big bad wolf? Oh, Pablo Escobar from Narcos. (laughs) He does such a fantastic job. I've enjoyed the chase, Gato. But I think we've reached the end now, you and I. You're going to take the coward's way out, run away to more lives? Oh, you're gonna fight! Like, there's, there's, you know, I mean, whenever he shows up, Puss gets like the, like his hair stands on end and he gets the goosebumps. It's like, here's another of me being an idiot. We are also getting the goosebumps. I thought that when that happened, it was him aging because death was coming for him. I thought he was. (laughs) Okay. I mean, that's certainly an interpretation. I didn't. Shut See, up. See, I expect that out of you, though, because you never had a cat growing up. No. No, I've only had puppers. I had plenty of cats. <laughs> I think the thing that scared me the most was the whistling. Yeah. You, uh, you're you the one that told me, what's the song he whistles? So he's doing the end of How Much Is That Doggy in the Window? He's whistling uh, the one with the waggly tail. Oh, yeah. That... It, yeah. It's it's the it's the uh, villain equivalent of singing the the child singing the creepy nursery rhyme. Well, it's also Twisted Nerve from Kill Bill. Mm, yeah. The whistling. Well, I kept making the joke about Kill Bill. Yeah. <laughs> throughout Which, the movie. The first time I ever saw Kill Bill, yeah. that scene mm-hmm. literally like chilled my blood because yeah. the whistling scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And Daryl Hannah it's this also scared. Slowly, like approaching threat, and you know, you just hear the whistle, and it's like it's the re- it's like the reverse Pavlov's dog. How <laughs> it's much? Like, you, oh no, I need to run away. How much you want to bet that they originally offered the role of the big bad wolf to Pedro Pascal, but he was doing everything? Probably. <laughs> Honestly, though, like. The guy they got was great. He he was fantastic. I he's, mean, he's like super talented. I've never seen Narcos. I know this guy is like super talented, though. I've heard good, yeah, really good things about this guy. Um, I mean, what's his name? Uh, I something Wagner. Okay. I, well, you, you would have to look it up. Yeah. I got two dogs on there. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um. Speaking of dogs, we have Harvey Gillian. Yep. Guillermo himself. Yeah, not you, Guillermo. <laughs> my yes, name is he Guillermo plays Perito. Oh my god. I realize that he is now like slowly his voice is becoming used in cartoons. He's the new Josh Gad. Yeah. I wouldn't say the new Josh Gad. Well, Josh Gad is still Josh Gad. Yeah. But like he's he's now the new optimistic. Yeah. Love Happy bug. go lucky. Yeah. But I can see that. Perito was Perito. So cute. Yeah. But I want to go back to talking about death. No. I know you're trying to I know you're trying to throw me off the scent, but <laughs> I don't Much like death, I will find you. Oh god. <laughs> but no, so like 
like puss when when he meets death he's still very much in denial he laughs in the face of death yeah but this is hands down since batman's the joker this has been the best villain introduction i have you mean seen dark knight or yeah sorry dark knight you know like, what i mean jack nicholson no 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 um yeah you yeah know, you know who i'm talking about yeah joaquin phoenix no <laughs> heath ledger thank you no, this has been the best villain introduction since Heath Ledger's The Joker. I will not be convinced otherwise. Well, the other villain that I thought was a great introduction was uh, Paul Dano's The Riddler. Uh, this is the, the, this is. I very... don't think his introduction is as strong mm. because it's like you know right away because it's it's got that serial killer Zodiac vibe to yep. it. I know you know we were talking about zodiac earlier but yeah. that's ba- that's exactly the inspiration that they right. took from him so it's like you see him wearing the mask and it's like oh okay i know exactly what this guy's about but this one is so sl- like it's just so well done it's like a dance and the way it unfolds and you know he sits he's like you know puss looks up in the mirror and he's already there he's got the cloak on yeah first of all love the design this is the best like one of the best character designs I've ever seen. And it's so simple. My favorite character design we'll talk about later. Yeah. But. Well, it's not who you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Big Jack Horner? No. Jiminy Cricket? No. I, okay. I do love Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> they had to call him Jimmy Cricket because Jiminy yeah. is property of yeah. Disney. But so it's kind of like we get this like because it's just like a simple hood. But he's got like the, I don't know what, are they called simtars? What are they? They're sickles. Sickles. Yeah. He's got, oh yeah, I should know that. He's got the sickles. He's deaf. Well, you know, there's the big one <laughs> that yeah. the reaper carries, and he, but he's got two of them. He's got wheat thrashers. Yeah, which is great. Um, But it's a simple design. He's just got dark pants, the the poncho, plain the- black poncho, and he's got the, the sickles. And it just creates, it's a very simple, it's like, it's medieval, but also like samurai-esque. Yeah. He also reminded me a lot, and I know you hate this movie. Yep. But he reminded me of Anton Sugar from No Country for Old Men. How dare you? (laughs) The whole- How dare you? The whole soft-spoken, very scary, call it friendo. Well- Mm, no, no, <laughs> no, no. You just made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I hate that movie. I hate it. Um, but no, like I love how Puss starts, um, starts out thinking he's like a like a fanboy. <laughs> oh, who do you want me to sign it for? And I mean, he kind of is in a way because it's like he's been chasing after him. He's more like a court appointed therapist. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You missed your last three sessions. Here's your bill. <laughs> by the way, you're not covered by insurance. <laughs> um, but then, like, he gets, the, he takes the wanted poster out, and he's like tapping on the, you know, the dead, dead yep. or alive. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so brilliant. I love this it so movie. Much. Should not be good because no, it should not be good. It has no right being this good, and yet it was. You know what depressed me? Realizing that I have now seen every movie in the Shrek series. Mm. I I don't think I've seen the third one. It's pretty bad. I've Justin Timberlake as I've heard terrible things. Oh, 
King Arthur's in it? Yeah. Okay, that's weird. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on from that. But. <laughs> my favorite part in the scene, by the way, because we see, you know, Puss start to fight him. And it becomes very clear that, like, it's entirely a different fight from what we first saw. Right. He Like, he's even using the same moves and everything. And when death grabs him and he says, you're not living up to the legend, I was like, oh, Once again, shivers. death is not the villain of this film. No, he's not. <laughs> He is absolutely not. He's more of a force of nature. Yeah. He's Captain Ahab's whale. He's kind of like Long John Silver. Yeah. And like they say in the movie, when we say he's death, he is not. It's not metaphorical. He's literally. It's he is literally death. There is a line where. (laughs) Where where uh, I'm not symbolic. I'm not metaphorical. Well, no. Sama Hayek also. Yeah. I thought you were just being dramatic. (laughs) When you said death was chasing you, I thought you were just being dramatic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was brilliant too. Although I kind of, you know, that line comes later, but it's like when you see him get puss and he, like the blood just trickles down uh. his head and it's like, oh no, this, this dude's definitely real. Like they established that early on. Granted, it could still be a manifestation of puss's fear, but it, I... No, I, didn't I, think I think so. getting the sickle to the head is yeah, <laughs> because it leads him to to um, uh, the detective from Only Murders in the Building. She was the the cat lady. She was Mama Luna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mama Luna. Yeah, that scene I think is the weakest part of the movie. Oh, where he goes to into retirement? Yeah, the cat nursing home. I don't think so. It's definitely not one of the best, but I th- I still think it's great. It it reminded me of. It's got to be bad because we're supposed to hate it. I know. It just. It reminded me. Of, I could almost smell it. <laughs> it reminded me of one of the other Shrek movies, and this is so much better. Have you seen I've Puss seen in Boots? Uh, a long time ago. I, re- I re- saw it in bits and pieces. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of it. Do I you don't... remember who the villain is? Yeah, it's the egg. No. he sta- He's the friend who stabs him in the back. Okay. It's Jack and Jill. Oh, that's right. And it's Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. It amazes me how many... Like, for this movie... It, it was great that they got so many, like, really talented people. Yeah, let's go through. We got Florence Pugh. Yep. Who plays Goldilocks. Yep. And we've got her three bears. Yep. Who's, I don't know who voices them. We got Olivia Coleman as Mama Bear. Okay. Ray Winston, or Winstone. Ray mm-hmm. Winstone from The Departed, mm-hmm. Mr. French. And then, um, what's his name from uh, Our Flag Means Death? He was... Uh, yeah, he was Baby Bear. Yeah, he was Baby Bear. Yep, Mama, Papa, and Baby. Yeah, the Goldilocks and the Three Bears are my th- are my. Favorite. Wagner Mura plays the plays Death plays the Wolf. It's close with Wagner. Yeah, you got it right. Sorry, it's just while we're mentioning people, I wanted um, to make sure I got that right. Yeah, we got John Mulaney who plays Jack Horner. Where, where Mulaney? Oh, I love this. 
Kevin McCann plays Ethical Bug. Yeah, they could have. Well, we all know who that is. Ke- Kevin McCann is one of the animators. Yeah. Um. It it's Goldilocks and the Three Bears. That's my favorite design. Yeah. Like this is what you would look like if you lived with three bears. <laughs> and hey. <laughs> What? Oh, I thought you said this is what you would look as in me. No, I meant someone in general. <laughs> okay. Like, also, I, I, I love Mama Bear. Oh, sorry, love. <laughs> like <laughs> Olivia Coleman is so sweet. Yeah. I think she might be my favorite character. Her, her, uh, Papa Bear. Yeah, her scenes with Goldie are so sweet. Yeah, that was the best day of our lives. <laughs> But also that scene later where she's like, you know, you know, if that's what's going to make you happy, Goldie will get you your wish. Oh, that made me cry. Yeah. So, yeah, they're all after this wishing star. Everybody's got something they want, obviously. Goldie, big spoilers, by the way, huge spoilers. Goldilocks, unbeknownst to her um, family, like she keeps saying, we just I just want to make everything just right. But just right for Goldie is... A mom and a dad. A mom and a dad. But she already has that. Yeah. <laughs> I love how the map is like, don't you already kind of have this? Yeah, you like, hey, um, your, your tank's full, sweetheart. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need this. So know who I think... Hang on, before I forget. Okay. Then we get Puss in Boots. Obviously, he wants his... You nine know, lives back. Yeah, nine lives back. What is Kitty Softpaws? Someone she can trust. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) And Perito wants nothing. He's along for the ride. And then you've got Jack Horner. (laughs) Who wants all the power in the world. (laughs) Yep. He's pulling a Jafar. Well, that's what I was going to go into. The whole him usurping a baking empire. Yeah. I think that's based on... The guy from Nabisco who inherited Oreo and put Hydrox out of business. I think you are putting way too much of a realistic spin on this. I but don't okay. think I am. Mm. No, the writers of these films like. Well, do- I mean, look at the the original nursery. Yeah. <laughs> nursery rhyme. I by the way, I love that where. I only got a nursery rhyme. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fairy tale. Um. The. It boggles my mind that Mulaney was not nominated for an Annie. Um, His vocal performance. Oh, no, it's great. I'm just saying, like, I feel like. I think Banderas was nominated. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I feel like you only get an Annie when you're, like, really the star of the show. No, what's her name? Uh, Charlotte LaBeouf. She won the Annie for Princess and the Frog. Charlotte LaBeouf? oh pucker up buttercup oh yeah she she won okay the, yeah that means and, yeah and uh alan tudyk won for playing king candy okay well then yeah he was robbed yeah he really was <laughs> he was fucking robbed <laughs> you're not chatty are you yeah and as cool and slick as death the wolf is yeah big bad wolf whatever you want to call him i'm just gonna call him death they call him the wolf which i think is yeah uh an allusion to pulp fiction because that's what okay now you're just no <laughs> playing that, around he, he comes in like a tarantino character he's called the wolf okay <laughs> i 
Well, he does do the the, the, the whistle. whistle. Yeah. Okay. Um. But as as cool and slick and awesome as that character is, the character of Jack Horner is the grossest, scariest, <laughs> scariest, most unhinged character. His body has got the like the tall, long, thin legs, giant fucking torso it's like you put a semi on stilts that's what it looks like well, i thought the joke was then, gonna be that like he created like a mechanical body and he was gonna come out and he was still tiny yeah but no they didn't do the like uh, like lord farquaad when he gets off the horse and the i was legs thinking are, yeah. of the brain and pinky and the brain well that too but yeah. like yeah that out of these movies that's the kind of jokes we expect i like that they didn't do that here though like He's got the long legs, the huge body, no neck, uh, a page boy, like medieval purple haircut, and the, like a tiny face like wedged into the middle of this giant moon pie of a face. I, I think the Shrek movies, like besides Lord Farquaad, I think this is the first time in almost 20 years that we had an unredeemable the unredeemable monster <laughs> i think i think the last like real monster in an animated movie was frollo oh yeah like yeah like that evil i don't know i feel like there's been more since i just can't think of them i mean yeah but even hades had like moments of like being funny, like well, Hades, you also fight. Um, Farquad, um, you felt kind of bad for, yeah, because it's like, yeah, he's like an outsider on Mount Olympus. It's like, yeah, yeah I can see it. <laughs> Sometimes you got to bring these fuckers down a peg. Love to, but, but as we, but as you know, Jack Horner himself says, like, oh, you know, I. Just had two loving parents come came from a stable home and a thriving bakery business and a fortune to inherit. It's like, yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> okay, I, Nepo baby. Also, I love how they they imply that he ripped the horns off of baby unicorns. Which those are the unicorns that are pulling his cart. His oh horses. God. Oh no, he's the, growing them. Yeah. He's breeding baby unicorns. Well, it, it's like veal. The horses are horses, but they're the unicorns. They're missing the. My favorite is when he takes out the sword, and he's like, "Yeah, I still got this rock attached to it." it Excalibur. Yeah, Excalibur. The rock is still on the end of it, but it's still pretty cool, right? <laughs> I thought that was going to be Chekhov's sword, and I thought that. Puss was going to grab it. That would be pretty cool. I'm sure they thought about that. Yeah. But, you know, it it's just more fitting than he had his own sword at the end. I also love how the three bears in Goldilocks, they all have raspy voices. Yeah. <laughs> they all have Cockney accents and raspy voices. And I I love Flo. I love Florence Pugh. Like, she's so good in this. She, she's like on top of the world right now. Yeah. I you could tell she was having such fun with this. She too. is now in three franchises. She's part of the Shrek world. Mm-hmm. She is. Uh, I wouldn't call this the Shrek world. It's the Puss in Boots world now, <laughs> and we're then. all just living in it. 
Well, she's part of the DreamWorks world, but yeah. she's also in Marvel. She's mm-hmm. going to be leading the Thunderbolts. Yep. And she's in Dune. She's, gonna she's be, in Dune? She's going to be Princess What's-Her-Face. Oh, the sister? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, know who plays... And granted, I only know, like, synopses of the books, but... Yeah, know who plays... Oh! Know who plays the other character, the nephew... I'll give you a hint. No. Yes, mama. <laughs> oh, boy. It'd be great if he was still stuck in the void for Dune. Denis Villeneuve said he he isn't, but... Oh, sure. <laughs> you Spots know we're going to be nice. looking for it now, though. We are going to be looking for it. <laughs> love me tender, love me true. Oh, mama. Stop. Well, I was I was talking to your brother he about this. To stop. You need to stop. He's not doing Elvis. He's doing Johnny Bravo. I know. He really is. All <laughs> us millennials were like, "That's fucking Johnny Bravo." That's not Elvis. And like all, our parents are like, "That's an amazing Elvis impression." And we're like, "Is it?" <laughs> you guys seen Cartoon Network? What's that? <laughs> Let me tell you a little something about this character named Johnny Bravo. <laughs> um, but yeah, she is great, and I when when they I did the flashback, yeah, when they did the flashback of little Goldie and them finding her, I was fucking crying <laughs> like I was a mess. Well, tell you, you know the parts where I fell into oh. a blubbery mess. The therapy dog scene also got me, too. <sighs> Thank you, Perrito. What's going on with you, Puss? I... I am down to my last life. And uh, I... I am afraid. Well, it's okay to be afraid. No, not for Puss and Boots. I'm supposed to be a fearless hero, a legend. I started bawling. It was like somebody had flipped a switch and the waterworks just started coming out. Like I made like a little noise like. (laughs) The therapy dog scene is Puss is having a panic attack. That's that. I I love that they added that in there because it's like they could have just, you know, done you know fear just regular old fear that we see in any animated children's film but this is they take it a step further and they make it like actual panic attacks where we you know you get that scene where he's running away from death you get the ringing in the ears yep the ringing in the ears the heartbeat and no music it's just puss's heart just like (sighs) like that's all you hear and then, like, you you do hear a little bit of, like, an echo when Perito, who is the, like, he's supposed to be this funny sidekick, but he, do, he doesn't overstay his welcome. All he wants like, to do is be a therapy dog. Yeah, it's, it's just, I think that full credit to Harvey Gillum, or Gillen? Yeah. Gil- Gar- 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 Gillian. 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 Full credit to Harvey Gillian. I think um, it's Gillian. This is going to drive me crazy. Yeah, Har- I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say Harvey Gillen. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that, but um, full credit goes to him because he has such a sincere 
voice. I think that it goes to the whole point. It's he's kind of got like that Josh Gad sort of presence yeah. to him, where it's like this is a character. This is like a character and a voice that could easily overstay its welcome. It could easily get annoying. It doesn't. Yeah. Like traditionally, this character, it's like you get you tend to get sick of them really fast. You never get sick of Perito. Well, the funny thing is, the character that was annoying me the most was uh, one of the twins at the beginning who was... The Serpent Sisters? Yeah, one of the Serpent Sisters. I am shocked that I remember that. And and then he turns her into gold, and I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's what this character could have been. Yeah. But Harvey turned this character it into so gold. Sweet. So, yeah. Did you get? Did you see what I just did? Yes, there? you. you <laughs> wonderful. Moving on. So, Puss is having a panic attack. Yeah, and he's leaning against a tree, and Perito just—he's like, "What's wrong?" And like, it, it just slows down, and we think that it's going to be this comedic moment where he's going to rub his belly because therapy dog. Yeah. Well, Perito says, "I want to be a therapy dog, and I want people to rub my belly and know that everything's okay." He doesn't do that. He puts, he does what a real therapy dog does. He puts his head on his like chest and th- or on his thigh and just stays there. And you just hear the heartbeat start to slow down. And it's just like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> I'm oh, getting God. super emotional even talking about it like right now. Well, also, we're, we're, we have three dogs. Yes. And, and I, you know, and when I'm sick or I'm having a bad day, they do that to me. Well, you, you and you know, and I, I'll, I'll come out and say, you know, I, and several people in my life know that I deal with panic attacks a yeah. lot, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, having dogs does help, and like you know, my dogs will come over to me, and they're not licensed therapy dogs, mind you, but they do have this sense of like I need to comfort her, and so they'll come over and they'll just sit on me. And it does, it really does help. So when I see that in an actual movie, it's pretty incredible. (laughs) And it like, it really got me. Well, who was resting on my chest as we were watching it? I think that's why I was crying. Yeah. Wesley was (laughs) like. Because you were feeling it. Like Wesley was on top of me. You were experiencing it Because Wesley likes sleeping on someone. Wesley likes sleeping on me. Yeah. (laughs) And he was asleep on me. And then that happened. And I'm like, oh God. Yep. I'm a swashbuckling cat. My worst nightmare. <laughs> I don't think that's your worst nightmare. <laughs> no, my worst nightmare actually happened a few nights ago. It was a dream where I bit down and all of my teeth came out. I think that's supposed to mean like It mean it means good luck and change. And wisdom. Yeah. I think, yeah. Right. But what a horrible horrible <laughs> way to convey change is coming. But this is what made it a nightmare. It yeah. happened while I was eating popcorn. Oh, that is your worst nightmare. <laughs> that was my worst nightmare. That is like if you touch the map that leads to the star, that would be like obstacle number one. Yeah. <laughs> Death by popcorn. But, oh, I love that too how because when they're going after the star, they have to go through the dark forest. Yeah. And they have this map with them that's supposed to guide them through. But depending on who touches it, the forest changes around them. So Puss gets like <laughs> murder mountain, mountain, mountain of misery, sea of sorrow, you know, desert of death. Like, and same with Kitty Softpaws because they want the star. And Perito, 
gets sunshine and rainbows. Although pocket he does, full of posies, although was my pocket favorite. full of posies was great because it's still like you know. Yeah, the whole meaning these carnivorous of it, roses. But you have to stop and smell the flowers. Yes, which Perito does, and he's like, "Oh, thank you," and <laughs> just it's very like sweet and just nice but then we get the darkest scene in the movie <gasps> it takes a turn oh it takes a turn because jack horner's crew is called the baker's dozen clever and there's 13 Snaps for that there's 13 uh pastry chefs yeah we can relate to that can't we and they get fucking murdered they get annihilated and it is very upsetting yeah <laughs> Or I shouldn't say swallows. The man disappears in in the petals, and then when the rose there's comes a skeleton. Up, it's just a skeleton. It's a skeleton, but and I love how so um, you know, out of uh Jack Horner's bag of magic comes what he thinks is going to be like this plague fairy of locusts. Of de- yeah, plague of locusts, fairy of death, and it's the greatest character in the movie. Next to Goldilocks and the Three Bears, the greatest character in this movie is the called Cricket of Wisdom. Ethical Bug. Ethical because they bug. couldn't say Jiminy Cricket. It's it's so good. It's like we all know who it is. Yeah. But And they had him doing Jimmy Stewart because Jimmy Stewart was approached to be Jiminy Cricket and didn't do it because he can't sing. Mm. So I don't think you understand the wait, I can't. Now on. now you hang now on, you're Judy on. Garland? I know. Oh, I'm ever so upset. <laughs> I don't think you understand the value of human life. (laughs) (laughs) You're an irredeemable monster. (laughs) This is horrible. (laughs) His face. You wouldn't shoot a puppy in the face, would you, Jack? Yeah. In the face. Why? That's why Mulaney is so good delivering his, those lines. Yeah. I mean, he's a comedian. His comedic timing is always going to be on point, but like, oh. Mwah. And going back, the one person we haven't talked about was Salma Hayek, which. She does great. But she's great, but like her this, voice changed in the, the 11 years. You know, yeah, as, as it would. Because of smoking. Does she smoke? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that'll change. Yeah. Um. Well, I know. I know she smoked in the '90s because. Okay. Well, Kevin, Kevin Smith on the Dogma be, listen, commentary talked her about her stealing the, his cigarettes. Let's ben- give her the benefit of the doubt. It yeah. just it could be just time, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, eleven years since the l- last Puss in Boots movie. Yeah. I mean, Wait, no, twelve. No, it came out in twenty. No, thirteen. No, fourteen. Twenty twenty two. So yeah, it was two two thousand eleven was the first one. Yeah. And they really upped the animation game. Yeah. <laughs> they did a good. Like I can't believe. I, have we seen animation like this since Into the Spider Verse? I don't think we have. Um. Klaus came. Cl- Close. Oh yeah, that well, Klaus was Klaus like this. I thought they did it slightly different. No, because Klaus was the same technology that well, they used for Paper Man. Well, what what they were doing is so the whole texture was supposed to look like a book. Yeah. So 
this one was supposed to look like a mix between a comic book and a storybook where mm-hmm. like like old nursery rhymes like that really yeah. bad very paper. colorful but but the like paper golden you, books no well yeah the, the books you think are made from asbestos paper <laughs> <laughs> um where where klaus they, they used uh, a filter stock to look like the guy who did Polar Express, the, yeah. the book in Jumanji. Yeah. That type of... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where... But, yeah, I, I I, mean, full-length feature film, I think this is the only other one. Well, I thought... Okay, so when I saw the nominations for Best Animated Feature, I'm like, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is going to win. And it did. Which, you know, but, I, I love that one, too. But that then was there was a grassroots campaign to have this win i'm like those people are insane and then we watched it and i was like yeah this one didn't destroy me the way pinocchio did pinocchio was great pinocchio wasn't nearly as emotional but what are you talking about no no i just mean like for me there wasn't like a scene where i was like "Ah!" like it didn't that's not true which one where he's walking at the end with the monkey and then there was no more monkey. You know what it is? It's because there was a fucking monkey. Okay, this this is just me, okay, people? This yeah. is just me. I don't like monkeys. Like, I love Guillermo del Toro, and he made me lo- like Pinocchio, which is a monumental feat. Yeah. Because <laughs> I hate that story. Yeah. But he did put a monkey in it, so. <laughs> right. This one oh, has a cute dog. But when. when this one will when, win. When he finds uh sebastian j cricket's dead body yeah yeah but it's like he's a cricket <laughs> how long is he really gonna live he was also pushing uh uh geppetto in the the wheelchair yeah again this this one got me more and like the villain is so fucking good yeah you didn't want christoph waltz christoph waltz is scary but Mulaney. I I want to bet that they approached Nick Kroll originally. I can see that too. I feel like they had Mulaney, Nick, and um maybe Pete Holmes in mind. I wouldn't say Pete Holmes. I honestly no. I think gonna, Pete Holmes. This is gonna sound crazy. Pete Davidson. No, no, because he could like with that animation. I don't think he could have. Mm been that like this is a character who like is big and like looks slow they but with this animation style you need a voice actor who is like quick yeah and he is not quick the weed is slowing him down (laughs) (laughs) he cannot keep up with the kardashians anymore scott (laughs) oh sandberg would have been good yeah yeah (laughs) i think they would have been happy with either nick kroll or mulaney i think those were their top top yeah. choices and Mulaney he was doing this at the same time that he was doing Chippendale okay that so that he reads. was in he was in a recording booth yeah. a lot perfect for when you have a kid <laughs> <laughs> this movie has an ending that almost ruined the brilliance of the rest of the movie them they hint at a fifth shrek movie oh yeah no i i <laughs> like 
I didn't really think about it that way, and certainly it didn't ruin the rest of the movie. It's like just we a, don't need a fifth Shrek movie. No, we don't. We're not. I don't think Cameron we're Diaz get one. re-retired after starring in the new Jamie Fox movie. Stay retired, Cameron. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get a Shrek movie. No, uh, don't you do it. Don't you look at me like that. There was an article in Deadline. Shut up. Mike Myers and Eddie <laughs> Murphy want to do it. Well, they can do it by their them by themselves. By themselves. By themselves. And Th- really, that almost ruined this for you. The whole goddamn thing. It's when the chords of na na na. Listen, na-na-na. they 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 also like referenced the Shrek movies throughout so but those were characters I liked (laughs) well we didn't see Shrek we did in a flashback okay listen (laughs) (laughs) listen Shrek 1 and 2 were great (laughs) yeah and they should have stopped there they really should have I mean Rumpelstiltskin in the fourth one yeah. So anyway, let's stop talking about any who's any. Um, but also the other scene I really loved. Um, the wigs. Huh? The wigs. <laughs> the wigs. No, I liked when Puss catches up with his nine lives where he goes into, you know, that crystal mountain. Yeah. I only remember. The, and I remember like two deaths, two or three deaths. The, oh, I remembered a bunch. <laughs> I remember him on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> that one got me. And then him baking with Gingy. I, I love the one where he's like, this is going to be a new method of travel. And he shoots himself out of a cannon. <laughs> and then where he's like, I don't need a spotter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was a dig at a, a, a what's his name? Um. You're welcome. Oh, um, the Rock. Yeah, the Rock. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you're connecting way too many dots. Maybe, whatever. <laughs> um, what was the first death? Um, I can't remember. Something about Gaspacho, maybe. I don't. Oh, it was running with the bulls. Running with the bulls. Yeah, because his pickup line, his "How you doing?" is you like yeah. Gaspacho. <laughs> Do you know what gazpacho is? It's cold tomato soup. Well, tomato, tomato. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, a fun thing that I liked is the shellfish. Yeah. Because cats are allergic to shellfish. Some cats are allergic. Oh, yeah. 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 I thought that was <laughs> and a he's real. just like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, shellfish. Hon- honestly. Just keeps eating. If I was allergic to shellfish. And I knew I had limited time. That's how I would go out eating like twenty five lobsters. Sure. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I'm attached to you. <laughs> um. Uh. No, but I love that scene. But I also love when death comes because he catches up with him, and you never know. There's so many moments in this movie where death could have showed up, but he didn't. So it's all it really does leave you guessing. But this moment he shows up and he's just like destroying each 
every single life over again. We call that a metaphor, kids. Yeah. But it's like the, this is where you learn the reason he's after him is because like he has nine lives and he didn't appreciate any any of them. Yeah. And of course, death would take offense to that. Um, trying to think of one thing we didn't talk about. We didn't talk about his beard, his Don Quixote. <laughs> but but that was they literally were trying to do Don Quixote because well Perito, they did show the windmills at one. Yeah, point. well, Perito was supposed to be Sancho. Perito. Sancho Panza. That worked. Yeah. And. Perito story. <laughs> oh my God. His, his siblings put him in another, a sock. Another thing that is not for a children's movie. Oh, the other thing that got me is when he said to Goldilocks. Talk about wearing your trauma on your sleeve. When he said to Goldilocks, you won the orphan lottery. Mm. Oh my God. Mm. My heart. A little critter owns my heart. That noise you hear in the background is Stella. Yes. Drinking a ton of water. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I think I think this is up there for animated films for me. Like Yeah. I mean, for DreamWorks, I would say that I mean, How to Train Your Dragon for me has always been like the top tier for DreamWorks. Yeah, then Kung Fu Panda 1 and 2. I thought they could not surpass How to Train Your Dragon because that arc, as an arc, it is so strong yeah, so, as, sto- as a story. So I would say this is sixth. So I would say... Six? Well, you got out of like 29... What other movies are you considering? The first three How to Train Your Dragon movies. Okay, yeah. <laughs> then, then Kung Fu Panda 2... Eh, no. Okay. I disagree. All right. So Kung Fu Panda 1 is definitely... I disagree with that. (laughs) I think this is better. All right. So this is fourth for you? After How to Train Your Dragon? (sighs) What are some other ones? I can't... Uh, There's... I mean... Trolls. (laughs) No. Trolls World Tour. (laughs) No. Turbo. No. The Croods. Yeah, this is fourth. Oh, Wallace and Gromit in the Were Rabbit. This is fourth. <laughs> uh, there, there's, uh, oh, Rotel Dorado. No, this is fourth. Um, yeah. This is fourth for me. Prince of Egypt. No, mm-hmm. this is better. Prince of Egypt comes next. Yeah, Prince of Egypt is next. <sighs> because I had more fun, like, like Prince of Egypt is such a like an epic movie. But it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's the Bible, so what you're going to do? But. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Bible. It's the Bible. It's the, the Bible. Um, the Torah? The Torah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> well, also, some of us didn't go to church or synagogue or whatever. <laughs> I went to a Barnes and Noble. <laughs> Um, I had a pop-up bub. Actually, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, help us, help Actually, us. Actually, I, no, I think it was one of like the Ten Commandments. <laughs> oh my God, how did they do? Don't covet your, your, your <laughs> I don't neighbors. remember. <laughs> was it like a cartoon wolf with eyes? Oh, woo. 
Ooga. Oh, you know what? I also had Veggie Tales. Oh. And it wasn't because my mom was even religious. I think she just put it in because she knew, like, well, this is like I. You like fruit. <laughs> No, I think she just knew that no matter what, like she wasn't going to have to worry about anything that we might see. So she was just like, well, this is safe. They'll be in the TV for an hour and I don't need to check on them. <laughs> um, I, By the it, way, that sounds like my mom's not a loving and caring parent. She was. but <laughs> I think she was just trying to make up for the time that she, uh, um, what was it? Uh, Animal Farm, <laughs> where she rented Animal Farm, and it turned out to be this Orwellian nightmare. And she thought it was just going to be a delightful romp about farm animals. <laughs> well, those are some dead, dead animals. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh no, they're taking the horse away to make glue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to. So okay. after that, I think she overcompensated. But <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't think of any other dream. Monsters vs. Aliens isn't. No. Really? That oh, Megamind. Whole... No. Really? I like Megamind. I don't think it's better than this. I Megamind didn't make me fucking cry. <laughs> I mean, I, I would say Shrek 2 is up there. Not well, Sh Shrek 2 has puss in boots. Right. I think we have our answer. <laughs> I know. I know. Are you Are you counting How to Train Your Dragon as three separate yes ends? okay because the first one like first one is a new hope then you have empire strikes back <laughs> and then you have return of the jedi the third one is so good i thought the third one was going to be absolutely terrible or at least like it it just wouldn't be as strong as the like it would be the weakest of, and it was like no no they they did such a good job and i think the writing on this is super strong the animation is beautiful the details, the the dirt on the bears, yeah. and the dirt on Goldilocks, and her how, skirt. Oh, uh, Kitty, Kitty, she has um, she has a luchadora's mask. Yeah. Well, she has that in like the other movies too. I did not remember that, but yeah, yeah. I did. Um, but <laughs> yeah, um, I I think I will say this. The song at the beginning was so annoying, but I've had it stuck in my head. You know what I've had stuck in my head for years to this day? Do lockers. Do lockers. Literally, I can recite the whole thing. Stay off the grass. Nope. <laughs> what is it? Welcome to Dulac, such a perfect town. Here we have some rules, let us lay them down. Don't make waves, stay in line, and you'll get along fine. Dulac is a perfect place. Please keep off of the grass when your shoes wipe your face. Dulac is, Dulac is, yeah, that's enough. Dulac is a perfect place. Do you see this right now? <laughs> what? Stella. What, is she hiding from my terrible singing? <laughs> she, while you were singing, she literally burrowed under the blanket. <laughs> I mean, she does that normally. <laughs> yeah, but she has her hands on her ears. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> my point is that has been an earworm in my brain for years. Right. But like last but time he did, these boots are made for walking. He couldn't I do think a. The, I honestly oh, think he could have done what's new, Pussycat. Wow, wow, 
wow. Um, no, I I honestly think the song is bad intentionally. Yeah. Because no. we're supposed to be, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, like, I'm wow, this up. guy's a dick. Yeah. It has, it's very much in the vein of, uh, what's his name from um, uh, Coco. Oh, and he gets killed by a bell. <laughs> Ernesto Delacruz? Yeah. I guess that's how assholes die now. They get hit by bells. <laughs> oh, man. Pure cast iron. We haven't talked about Baby Bear being obsessed with the suits. Why? It makes no sense. Hey, you know. <laughs> also, I love the way he says purple. Purpler? Purpler? Purpler. So the final battle <laughs> where they are literally like all on a star that is I'm rising in the air. <laughs> and, you know, death comes because, of course, you need to have a final epic battle with him. And I just love how he that was the, the next moment that got me where Puss is like, you know, I, I know I'm not going to beat you, but I'm not going to stop fighting for this life that I have. And ooh, yeah, I got misty eyed. Yeah. And then death, you know, he's like, gets, oh, man, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah, literally, he's like. I came looking for an asshole, you know, a pompous, self-congratulatory legend. Legend, and you're not that person anymore. Come on, you're ruining this for me. Yeah, he's literally like, yeah, "Come on, I came all this way." Uh, and then the death scene of Jack Horner actually—it's the Terminator. It's Terminator too, but instead of doing the thumbs up, he's thumbs down. Ugh, a gross purple thumb. I think my favorite like resolution, because everyone gets their wish except for Jack. Mm-hmm. My favorite resolution is they're gonna Goldilocks and the three bears are gonna take over the bakery, <laughs> and then ethical bug goes. Well, you need to have ethics, business, ethical business practices. <laughs> yeah, and I love how he's going. So my two favorite, uh, my four favorite characters are gonna. Five, if you count Baby Bear. Baby so literally like everybody. <laughs> well, the characters I like the best end up together. Okay. Because yeah. Ethical Bug deserves his own movie. Yeah. But but it's like... He... I need to see Ethical Bug in a lot of different movies. But Let's it should be... Ethical Bug in Fifty Shades of Grey. It should be him like... Christian, in... you've got some serious <laughs> issues. You need to go to therapy. Why do you have a riding crop? You don't even have a horse. <laughs> I want to see him in, like, a David Fincher movie. <laughs> I want to see him in, like, Benjamin Button. <laughs> Why are you aging backwards? It doesn't make sense. How many bagels? Don't take my line. I'm supposed to ask, is there anything else? Is there anything else? <laughs> no. <laughs> How many bagels? Honestly? You're going to give a 13. Because... <laughs> Here's the thing. This is a movie that should not have worked. No. This should not. It has no business a, being good as good as it is. It's a sequel to Puss it in Boots. It is the ultimate level up. Yeah. It is like Mario eating all the mushrooms. It, it's. 
I'm trying to think. It's of, just surpassed everything that's come before it. I'm trying to think of a movie where the sequel is better than the original. This is um, like the Evil Dead 2. Um, Hellboy. Yeah, but I, I'm thinking Evil Dead 2 because the first Evil Dead was well, not great. But anyway, my point still stands. Yeah. This is far better than anything the Shrek universe. The Shrek. The Shrek series has produced. <laughs> and I just, I love the characters. The comedy is on point. I will definitely be watching it again. I love Burrito. I, this is like, it also gave us like one of the best villains. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I'm not talking about Big Jack Horner. I'm talking, or I should say, yeah, he's still technically a villain. Uh, death. I don't consider him a villain. I know, but and for the sake I mean, of this argument, he's a villain. Yeah, throughout the movie, you think he is, and then you realize, oh, anyway. he's an ethical bug, too. <laughs> There's so many ethical bugs. Um. So, yeah, 13. I'm going with 12. How dare you? Why? I, I, I think the beginning has a tonal issue. I disagree. Well, it's my bagel rating. <laughs> I think the beginning has a tonal issue, but like when they introduce death 15 minutes in, like it really gets good. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So anything you want to promote? Yeah. Um, I'm to- going to be on Crushgasm. On- By the time this comes out, you have already been on Crushgasm. I have already been on Crushgasm. <laughs> Yay me. <laughs> And but yeah, go ch- go check that out. Yeah, Kendra's the best. Yep, we love uh, Kendra. And I have another podcast called Hell is a Musical. Mm-hmm. We're recording one scary Matt stabby, so you can follow all of those on the Twitters, the socials. <laughs> Email us hellismusical at gmail dot com. Uh, one scary Matt stabby at gmail dot com. Writers bagel basket at gmail dot com. <laughs> Review us, give us five stars. Because the more you subscribe and like this podcast, you know, the more notice we get and the more episodes we can do. So, sweetie, thank you for picking this and doing this. You're welcome. Until next time, I'm Scott Kerlin. Bye. Bye.